Welcome to episode 76 of The Kraken Pod, brought to you by our friends at Waggle Golf, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new and old to hockey, hockey fans looking to have fun. Along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL, and the Seattle Kraken have finally ended their playoff run. They lose in game seven to the Dallas Stars. What a season. What a season we'll discuss. This is, hey, Kraken fans, this is a time to be happy, all right? Enjoy this. This was amazing. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll, we'll pep you up. Uh, that's the Kraken reaction. That's pretty much it, right? So we'll talk about that. And no no questions. This is weird. Like Basically, Joey picked a fan question, and and like the same day, a letter from this fan showed up in the mail. Like, and like be after he picked it's so, so weird so weird our three stars of the week will catch you up on non-hockey things that have been happening for joey and i let's break this down let's do the therapy let's go seattle kraken we are the kraken pod let's talk about it <laughs> let's go What is going on? My name is Jeff Janusik. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. Woo! I wasn't trying to sound, I sound depressed right now, but so I'm we, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, is it, al- you're sniffling a little bit. You're, you're allergies. It's allergies. It's allergies. Okay. I wasn't crying. Okay. Before. I, crying. before I almost the- did like Jared McCann last night. Did you see that? That was what really got me. Was McCann like coming off the ice? And- oh yeah. Yeah. I think. <sighs> all right. So if you, if you uh, have been living, if you are a Seattle Kraken fan and you're listening to this podcast, you don't know what happened last night, then. I mean, you must have blacked out for like 48 hours or something. <laughs> so w- w- I wake up, who will fill you in. Uh, the Seattle Kraken lose game seven of their we- Western semifinal conference, sem- conference semifinals, division, final, division final, division final. To the conference, yes. Whatever it's called. Anyway, the second round series against <laughs> the Dallas Stars, uh, four games to three after they lose game seven, two to one. Before we get into the... <sighs> Kraken reaction. We do have to thank our show sponsors, Waggle Golf. Um, look, the Kraken. I, I got. I guess I'll say it. They're going to be golfing, and and they should. They they should enjoy their time this summer. They should enjoy it because they deserve it. Golf is about having fun, and when you go golf, it should be about whatever it is that you want. Okay, like whether you want to try and you know go for the gold and and do your best out there, just have fun with the boys or the girls or whoever. Right. That's why Waggle Golf's unique lines are designed for the curious newbies, weekend warriors, warm weather snowbirds, diehard rain or shiners alike. They could not care less. Waggle could not care less about your handicap. The number of years you've been carrying your clubs, that's irrelevant. Waggle exists to give you the confidence to express your true self out on the course through apparel, sure, but more so like a belief that every one of us has untapped individuality, right? Just waiting to come out. So if you want to get your waggle on, you need to visit getyourwaggleon.com today. And because they are sponsoring the Kraken Pod uh, right now and, and uh, through the summer pretty much, KP10. KP10 is your code for 10% off your order. Getyourwaggleon.com. Use the code KP10 for 10% off of your order at wagglegolf.com. And we thank you so much. <sighs> All right, Kraken Reaction, let's go. All right, let's get back to reacting. Uh, so <laughs> we lost. We lost. Yeah. And um, that's what's really cool is, you know, if you are a newer hockey fan like Joey is, right, or somebody who's been around the game for a long time and watched it for a long time, there's so many 
things that happen in a game seven. There's so many emotions, you know, uh-huh. when you win, when you lose, um, you know, there's some players that are just, you know, happy to be there and fired up and, and they're taking away that experience. And some players like Jared McCann um, and the veterans, right. Yeah. Uh, they, they work so hard and they know how, how hard it is to get anywhere in the playoffs, let alone get in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's a lot of emotion and, and Jared McCann has been through a lot. Yes. You know, he's with the concussion and everything that went down, which we really don't technically know. Yeah. What was going on anyway. So after the game, there's so much to dissect here after the game. Um, I thought it was cool. Dave Haxtell basically said, he's like, look, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't find the extra gear, mm-hmm. you know, we couldn't find the extra gear to make it happen. And that's just what happened. And he said, he feels bad for the, for the veterans, um, in yeah. the room because they know how hard it is to go anywhere in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. And, um, that's tough. It's tough for them. So he's probably talking about Jared McCann and all sort of good things. So anyway, Eberly, when he did you see him slam his stick on the ice? When uh, like, cause right at the very end, because you know, uh, Bjorkstrand scores the goal with like 17.6 seconds left. And I'm like, they're going to fucking do this, which, um, there was hope there was, as hope. A, but listen, as a Seattle sports fan, it's so fucking torturous because like, this is what Seattle sports teams do. It's like, even when they do lose in these situations, they do it in a way to like, keep your heart in it just a little bit longer. And it's even like a little bit more torturous. And so I was like, of course, we get a goal with 17 seconds left. And I was like, oh, my God, they still have the chance. Um, Dallas calls timeout. They're trying to figure out, you know, where they want their guys to be aligned. And it looked like I forgot who put the shot on net, but Eberly was in a good place to like get a rebound in. And like, it looked like they like bounced over his stick. It like was he close. just missed it. He just starts slamming his stick on the ice and the yeah. clock runs out. I'm yep. like, oh, man, it so, was it was a Hail Mary. You know, I mean, it, it, it was too little too late, but, the you know. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of the team, man. I, I really am. Um, it was, it was a hell of a season. I sure as shit didn't predict playoffs like you did. I wasn't Jeff Lass. I was like, no way in hell these guys are making the playoffs. <laughs> well, you know, look, it was a, it was a crapshoot. I mean, it was a, a lucky guess in a lot of ways. I mean, it definitely felt great about the team, but it paid off. I mean, it did. Yeah. The team, the team is the team. Mm-hmm. All right. So before we start kind of breaking down and giving some thoughts on the on the on the game seven, yeah. Okay. So newer hockey fan, diehard Kraken fan now. Yeah. Your first game seven elimination. Uh huh. What are you feeling? What were you? What did you feel last night? How are you feeling this morning? It it was it was opposite. In fact, you tweeted out something on the the Crack and Pod Twitter that you and I share, and I could not have disagreed with it more. Um, but I just like kept my I just like bit my tongue because in Game Seven against Colorado, I felt good. Like I just liked the way they were skating. I felt confident about the way they play in Denver at Ball Arena. Like we talked about this with Piper and and all that stuff. And yesterday in Dallas, it was like the complete opposite feeling. Tell me the vibes. I was the ex- vibes. I, and the, and I was the, tweeting and like, the energy. I like these vibes. Yeah. And I was the opposite. I was like, this was is playing. not, this is not our, this is not our vibes. I'm, I, I'm not liking it. The team just looked, um, not like slow, but it's like Haxtell said, they just couldn't find their top gear. And I don't blame them, man. They've been basically playing what every other day for the past month and change. I mean, these boys are freaking gas. That flight from Seattle to Dallas is not a short flight. They've been going back and forth a lot. They had to dig really deep in game six just to even push it to a game seven. Backs were against the wall, but Dallas's backs were against the wall too because we took them to game seven. So it was just one of those things where I just thought the first period there was a lot of high danger chances for for the stars. And I was like, they are living in our zone and it was stressing me out. And Gru was just standing on his fucking head. Like I the mean, game that he had last night. Crazy. Um, obviously, you know, he gets a loss in that in that column, but that does not tell the story of uh 
of of his performance in game seven. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. And the uh, I have to give credit, man, because that Wyatt Johnston goal, uh, he's what, 20 years old in one day? Like he just had a birthday the day prior and it becomes like the youngest player in NHL history to score a game-winning goal. But that like, the move that the play that he had, like the, to even like to even see like that window that he had on net was so small, it was so minimal, and Gru was in a great position. And for it to go in like it did, it's like I don't put any of that on Gru. Like that was just such an incredible no. play by a really young player. Uh, Dallas fans chirping us, being like, "Who's the best rookie now?" Pump the brakes. Like the Calder <laughs> is for the regular season. And by the way, if you want to look at stats, the answer is Maddie Beneers. Like I'm not even being a homer. Right, right, like, right. Let's just look yeah. at facts. Yeah. But no, like I have to give Wyatt Johnson his flowers, man. That was a hell of a goal. Um, you know, the, the, the Kraken turned it on a little bit too late there uh, in the game. The one area they did great was like the block shot. 13 block shots in the first period is insane. I think Larson had four of them, but they only had eight the rest of the game. Um, and, and again, Dallas was just finding a way to constantly live in the Kraken zone. And I just did not feel comfortable by it at all. Honestly, if it wasn't for Gru, I think the game was going to be a blowout. I mean, he was playing that good. Um, it was just absolutely incredible, you know, and then Jamie Alexiak had, you know, the big rig has the play where he kind of, he kind of gets like his he pocket the pick. Puck. Yeah. He muffed it. And, um, you know, you, you put a one-on-one situation with grew like that against a really good player and odds are you're not going to be able to stop that from going in. You know, he's probably, he, he's definitely replaying that because he just played it wrong. Yeah. And, uh, God, it was brutal too. I saw it coming. I was like, fuck. Like well, you just saw it. Like it was building up to that moment. Like something was going to break and I didn't feel like it was going to break in the crack and in, in the crack and way. And that's how I was just feeling about it. Yeah. Hence he's just so fast. And that was a lob play from their blue line. They yes, lobbed it, it into, you know, center ice yeah. and it just, it, it, and it looks I was like, oh, easy handle, right? Like, yeah, he, you know, and the, and, and look, uh, to Monday morning quarterback, and look, big rig, awesome playoffs. The, oh, this great is, this playoffs. Is, I mean, like, this is this is not, he's he's replaying this in his head right now. Yeah. He tried to play with his stick. He, sh- he should have played it with his body, but, you Agreed. know, that's like a, a millisecond of time. Which is insane, right? It's like that one little millisecond can change everything. It's yep. like next thing you know, the puck gets taken from you, and you have a breakaway where it's like rope a fucking hints versus <laughs> Philip Grubauer, and you're like, oh, God, here we go. And that dude, that dude, Dude is uh, on fire for the Dallas Stars. Yeah, just fantastic. Here's, yeah, here, my breakdown of this is is Gru is if anybody's giving Gru any flack, which there are some Kraken fans giving it. Still, there's just the Gru thing. I don't get it. But polarizing, it, whatever. But he's won a lot of fans over, by the way, no, Gru including, the, including he, me. Like I, I've I've been critical. Me too. I've been. I, we all have been. Yes. And, and this playoff run, the last three months of Philip Grubauer playing in goal for the Seattle Kraken, mm-hmm. he is him. Yes. He is our goalie. Yeah. He's our guy. He has proven himself. Last night was that we ran into a good hockey team, and when they could play their game, which was structured. See what happened when, oh in, my God, in yeah. the in the Avalanche series was they they were stretched thin, right? They're yes. stretched thin. Mm-hmm. Their superstars could only do so much. Yeah, and we kept them on their toes. Mm-hmm. They were all over the ice because they didn't have the talent. They didn't have their team necessarily to keep up with us and play yeah. their play the structure they need to play. Yeah, so they were chasing us. Like we we were we were m- making things happen. Like we were constantly keeping them on the run yeah the stars when they 
got a chance to play their game and played it right, yeah. they stayed at home. Like they didn't run after. They they weren't worried about chasing us around in the mm-hmm. uh, in, uh, in their defensive zone. Yeah. They stayed home. They had a system for playing defense. We couldn't get our chaos hockey going. Right. It was so frustrating. It's it, like it's like watching uh it's like watching the San Antonio Spurs and they're really good play basketball and it's just like really good fundamentals and they're just like passing it around all the time and like yeah and it's just a great team game. That's how it was for the stars and it was so frustrating. In fact, I actually went back and I was listening to the uh, Starcastic Remarks podcast that, that covered the Dallas Stars. Um, I talked to them like what two episodes ago or whatever it was, and um, I was listening to them after Game Six or Game Six episode when the Kraken blew out and forced a Game Seven, and um, they were talking about exactly that about how Dallas needs to get back to their structured hockey. And the way they do it is they force the Kraken outside. Like they make them really uncomfortable. They don't allow a lot of passes inside. They don't let them get even remotely close in their offensive zone. And um, that's exactly what they did. I mean, what was it like? The Kraken had three shots on net in the third period. I'm like, dude, you guys are down. It's game seven. You have three shots on net. It's like, also what, what's going on it's here? Game Before seven. Being, yeah, it's yeah, game seven. So game like seven. things are they're on lockdown. The stars are on lockdown. Yeah. Here, the difference to me is this, and I don't. This is what's going to be entertaining about the offseason and watching what's going on. And yeah. and I trust in Ron. He knows what's up. Oh like, yeah. He knows what he's doing. WWRD. Exactly. And I can't wait to see what he does. But the Kraken need some superstars. They need a yeah. superstar, right? And that's what the st- the stars have a solid all around team plus three, four, five. Yeah. Rock stars. Myers right? Robertson, because that guy fucking disappears like Casper come playoff time. I don't he, know what his deal is. Some, he's injured. He's injured. He's hurt. Some, he's like, he's not. He They're hiding it. They're is not that talking a thing about that it. Everyone does, though, like, once somebody starts. Because, like, I have the same, like, I have the same theory with Vince Dunn. I'm like, I will not be he, surprised yeah. if something comes out that he's been hurt for the playoffs because that dude was like a shell of himself for mm-hmm. both of the, for mm-hmm. both series. And yeah. I don't know what's going on, but it's easy to be like, yeah, he's hurt. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you 100%. Uh, Jason Robertson is a super, superstar, like one of the top yeah. 10 in the league, right? And he's just been off. So something's not right. Like he's, he, there's, if you watch him on certain shifts, he's like skating really slow. He's just not himself. But other yeah. guys like, you know, Rupee, how do you say his name? Rope. Rope. Yeah, I've been calling him Rope. I was saying Rupee, like yeah. Legend of Zelda. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah. So Rope. Amazing player, super fast. The Kraken need to find a way. Now, you know, not having Berkey in there. Yeah. Burkowski is a big deal because he's, he's oh my God. Our, our best player, right? Uh, yeah, agree. All around, right? Yeah. So, like, you know, Jeremy Cannon sort of stuff. He's our best offensive player. We need something else. We need something else. We need an extra. And yeah. I, I love this team. I don't want to see anybody go. I don't know who you'd, you know, I love the fact that we're a team team that scores. Yes. But how do you, the challenge that I see Ron Francis having to deal with in this offseason, how do you add in some sort of superstar or rock? What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't know. I that's mean, that's the difference. The, I think the waves are deep, man. Right, like every line has been has been really good, and especially when when Berkey is healthy and on the team, it's like we can come at you in so many different ways. We were able to do that in the playoffs, even without him. So, yeah, I don't know. This off season, like I'm trying not to get too ahead of myself because there's still so much hockey left to be played. I think the uh, both of the series, Eastern Conference Finals and Western Western Conference Finals, are going to be fucking fantastic. Like I'm really really pumped for them with that being said i'm so ready to like start looking at the off season and see what the crack can do because i think ron has a move or two up his sleeve because this team proved and, and you already alluded to it but haxel mentioned after the game that like this team proved to not just everybody but themselves that they are ready to win now and in fact there was a journalist i forgot his damn name so that's on me um there was a journalist afterwards that 
covers that was covering the series who was not affiliated to any team. So very objective. And he was sharing some comments on Twitter this morning that I thought were really cool. And he was just talking about how afterwards, like in the locker room, he was like, it wasn't just players. It was like staff, you know, members of the organization, higher ups and all that. And how everyone was like legitimately sad. Like they were really upset because they really believed that they could win this series in advance to the Western conference finals. I think the fans felt that. Yeah. Like we legitimately did too. I think I called, you know, Kraken and seven again. I was like, Oh my God, if I call two series in a row, um, early as need to start betting more, but anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just one of those things where like, that was the mood and, um, you know, like in the locker room, but also to not be sad because this is such a giant, you know, it's easy. It, the day after it's really hard, but this is going to be such a massive stepping stone for the organization, for the young guys to get in like that playoff experience and to see what it's like and then continue to add from there. You know, like Beniers gets a year older. We start putting more muscle on. We bring a guy or two in. We kind of switch things up. Berkey comes back and he's healthy. It's like it's only good things for the future. Like this team, the window was wide open and I'm really, really pumped for that. I, I agree. I think, uh, obviously we all agree. Like the life is really great to be a Seattle Kraken fan because year two, we almost make it to the conference finals. We yeah. had a great series against the Dallas stars and there's just so much, you know, bright, uh, future ahead with all the moves and the, the young guys coming in. And it's just like, everything just looks fantastic. So it's, yeah, this is a great team to be a fan of and you should be proud Seattle and Kraken fans everywhere. Um, last thing I want to say about this game is I think the fans of Dallas deserve some credit for that last 15 minutes of the third period. Okay. They were basically on their feet the entire time. Oh, the entire time they were willing that team to like, let's close this out boys. Where yeah, exactly. And, and where, uh, it's like the first time I think the Kraken probably felt, uh, like it was tough to play in an opposing yeah. rank yeah. and it was hard to get anything going because they did not sit down for at least 10 minutes. Yeah. And um, so I got to give them a lot of props for being great fans and just being on their feet and cheering on their team and being loud. Yeah. I, I was getting, obviously I was pissed. That kind of annoyed were, by that. I actually just wanted to hate them. I, I'm I like, did. stop doing good things. But as I, I want to hate you right now, well, I was kind of like, I wasn't even drinking, but I was, I was drunk on, you know, hockey anger last night. And I was like, you know, it's, God, it's waving these towels, sit down. Yeah. And then I wake up this yeah. morning and go like, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome to see. So like, yeah. I, and what was cool is like, I could see that being climate pledge arena, you know, when we're doing things, you know, like the, the, the fans at climate pledge are amazing. Yeah. And when the, like the, the passion you show when you go, I can only imagine if you were in that same situation and it would be, I, I believe bigger and better. Oh, I'd be standing but, all three periods and pissing off everybody behind me. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> spilling beer on children. Yeah. yeah. And it's a playoff. Just high-fiving moms. You're supposed to be, this is, this is your last week of school. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing at this game? It's late. I actually got, um, I, went, I went to a, a Pelican playoff game here a couple of years ago. I think it was first round against Portland. Um, I got into a yelling match with a grandma and I had the whole section actually rooting for me because I was standing up in the game and I was hammered and I'm yelling. I forget what was going on, but like players in the court were like fighting, like shit was going down. It was in the fourth quarter. Like everyone in the arena was standing up. Well, this this grandma starts yelling at me and she's like, you need to sit down. This is ridiculous. I was, I was hammered. I I was like, listen, grandma. I'm like, it's the fucking fourth quarter. This is the playoffs. 
everyone's standing up, everyone's drinking shit's going down. If you don't like that I'm standing up, then you gotta get, you gotta sit, you gotta sit somewhere else. Like, I'm not even gonna apologize. Everyone around me was like, yeah, man, like, I was in the right. Like, it's not like I was standing up the entire sure. game. Like, I, I know, I know, like, the, uh, the sports etiquette when it comes to games. Now, that being said, I was also pretty intoxicated. So, you know, I'm up your call. Well, a bit I gotta right. tell you something. Is <laughs> I, I wanted to get into this podcast with you and start this podcast two years ago because it's for this moment, that was my grandma and now it's time to die. Oh, okay. Yeah. It all makes yep. sense. Full so, circle. Wow. You really played a long game. I put in hundreds of hours wow. of time. Two to come years. Yeah. Let's just go. <laughs> Step outside. We're doing an old fashioned duel. I have a rusty. You have two muskets. I have a rusty what? musket. <laughs> Let's go. It's New Orleans, the oldest city in the country. I just dug it up from the backyard. I'm going into like the don't shoot until you see the whites of the rise method. Yeah. It's going down. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. Let's go. They're practicing. Once every, once every day, because you only get one shot a day with yeah, the musket. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I have to reload. It's like 15 minutes I gotta long. got to soak the musket ball yeah. in WD-40. It's going to backfire. I'm going to like just shoot myself in the stomach. Well, I tell you what. <laughs> Be happy about the Seattle Kraken. I know it's a little tough, but... Uh, uh, awesome hockey season and the Kraken lose uh, the series of the Dallas Stars. So I don't know who I'm rooting for. I don't oh, know. I know. Who are you rooting for? Dallas. Are you kidding me? I don't know. I fucking hate the, the Golden Knights. I'm I, not, I, there's no, nothing I like I'm about rooting them. for them, but I'm saying in ge- to pick a Stanley Cup winner, oh. your final four, Dallas, Golden Knights, and then you've got Carolina, Florida. Who you got? Yeah. Oh, man. That's Only hard. pick one. Uh... Carolina. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you on that. I'm going Carolina. I think... Give me the team that Ron built. Also, like, I'm rooting for Dallas in the Vegas series. I want them to advance, but I don't want them to win at all. And that's really hard for me to say because there are players on their team that I absolutely love. Um, I loved Otter going in. I've been very open about that. I think he's fantastic. By the way, though, uh, Game 6, where the Kraken obviously forced a Game 7, he came out at, like, the four-minute mark or whatever into, like, the second period. That's the earliest that he's ever been chased from a game in his entire career. So the Kraken did that, motherfuckers. Kraken, the Kraken did fantastic. And, yeah. and and look, I used to hate the Dallas Stars. I, this new newer version, you know. Like this, this is like the Avs with you. Do you even hate anybody anymore? No, I hate the Avs now. Okay. Was, let me finish my I was going to say, please hate somebody. St- the Stars, it was a good series. It wasn't super ugly. Yeah. Um, it was hard fought. Great series. Yeah. The Avs, screw, I'm, I'm all, I hate the Avs again, which is awesome because I, I know that I'm getting back to my roots by nice. hating the Avalanche. Fantastic. Those guys suck. They're bitches, uh, there as they go. say. And That's uh, what I want. Yeah, I'm you. talking some, tr- I'm, ta- I'm trash talking. I'm taking trash talking <laughs> lessons right now. So they are bitches. Keep taking those lessons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like with the, with the Stars, I'd be okay if they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Well, Pavelski is the other person I was going to mention because like the way he played, oh my God, um, in this series and for him to basically miss the entire series against Minnesota because he gets taken out game one without really dirty play. And for him to come back and just be like this old man skating around and doing what he did against the crack, I'm like, it's kind of hard not to not to root for this guy. And then, you know, you see like the post-game interviews. He's a very humble guy. He's been doing it forever. Um, he ended up, uh, what was it, tying Ovechkin for most active goals yeah. or most goals by an active player in the postseason with like yeah. 72. Yep. Didn't he have like eight goals in this series alone? Something like Four that. Four in the first game and then pretty much every game after that. Um, He's killing he it. He was the, a fucking menace. The only yeah. other guy who's a menace who like, uh, there was like about... 17 non-calls on this guy. And I would love to Pace have my team. No, Jamie Ben. He just Uh-oh. like, 
off. No, I don't want Jamie Ben on my team. Jamie I fucking ben, hate that guy. He just comes through and like cross checks everybody in the crease, and then like no. then they call a penalty on somebody who's cross checking him back. Dude, he did that to us during the regular season. That's how they won the regular That's season right. game. Remember, crushed, it was Vince Dunn. Crushed, crushed yeah. Vince Dunn, but he, he did it last Dunn. night. And when, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was yeah. gonna say when we had that uh, in the in the second period. I think it was uh, who got that penalty in the second period when they went on the power play mm. in the crease. Uh, he came in know. and and just destroyed somebody, and then yeah. Vince Dunn came. Vince Dunn came in and cross checked him, and Vince Dunn got tossed into yeah. the box. And then like, he got tossed. Well, Jamie Benz is really good. There at was it. also that game um, in this series, and I forget which game it was. It doesn't really matter. But at one point, like he straight up just grabbed Vince Dunn's stick and was like holding it while he was sitting on the bench. And then like it started like a little fight, like a long time. I'm like, I don't like this guy. Like, and it's not, I don't know. Like his style of play is just something I'm just like, yeah, I kind of just, I don't like this motherfucker. I don't know. So I think that with my head, I think the hurricane. Plus he's too ugly. Our team's too handsome, by the way. We yeah. got to get somebody. That's handsome. why he's cross. He gets cross-checked all the time in the, in the crease. He's yeah. Beast. In the face. He probably. Yeah. He looks so, like that. Yeah. He looks like a, yeah. He looks like a catcher's <laughs> mitt. Been pounded a few times like that fist. You know what I mean? Um, no, so I, I, my my heart, my head says the Hurricanes, and my heart kind of does too because of Ron, but I don't know, my heart kind of says the Panthers because they constantly have mm. been like, eh, you know, they, no, no, they're not, they're not good. And then they just come in and say, fuck you, we're the Panthers, we're just going to do it. Like a nothing to lose mentality. They've been, they've been having But a skating. great hockey team. No, I know, yeah, I'm with you. They've and Matthew like Kachuk, that. you yeah. know, Matthew Kachuk is, a, is just a wrecking ball. Anyone that shows up to like games when they're not playing games and is just like pounding beers in the stands, I have to root for that person. Yeah. Yeah. But the Hurricanes are just so across the board good. They're just so yeah. good and nobody's thinking about them even though they're crushing everybody. Also, producer Brandon is a diehard, lifelong Hurricanes fan. Well, so we we have to root for Carolina. Uh, you know, I do have a a Canes jersey, so um, I have to. What jersey do you have? Uh, just the the hurricane, like this old. Um, it is a it's like an equipment white. manager. Yes, okay. exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> do I have? A, I do have. Did I sell it? I think I have a Panthers jersey. Why too. would you sell a jersey? Oh, just because I was like, I haven't worn this one in twenty years, and it's like I sold a Kings jersey back in the day, like yeah. five years ago, six years ago. Do you I regret that decision? No, because the last I've worn like two hockey jerseys in the past ten years. So when you I'm got okay when you got married, did your wife see the jerseys in your closet and she was like, "We need to have a talk." You're a grown ass man, and you just wear shirts of men younger than you. No, um, no, it, there was definitely she's not into hockey jerseys. That's for sure. There was okay. no talk about it, but at the same time, I'm also kind of like, yeah, you know, every time I thought about wearing a jersey, especially like watching the games, one thing, but like if I'm wearing it out and about, it's just like. Look, I wore hockey jerseys so much during my like high school years yeah. and early twenties yeah. that like I could literally never wear another one again, and I probably have it covered for like weeks. Like, well, that's good. That's the like window of time, right? Like, like when you're that I age, wore hockey to jerseys. Wear jersey. If you added up the rest of the weeks I have in my life, right? Yeah. If I wore a hockey jersey like once a week, mm-hmm. or no, I wore so many hockey jerseys back in the day that like I technically could cover the rest of my life in weeks. That makes sense. You I know. get what you're saying. Yeah, you know I'm saying. So. Are you a, like a an ageist when it comes to jersey wearing? Though I'm not. I'm like, if you want to wear a jersey, wear a no. jersey. Some people think it's weird. It's like, dude, fuck you. There's no rules to this. No, with uh, everything in my life, I'm not uh, just because I don't do it or whatever. Like uh-huh. you do you, be you. You know what's weird to me though is face paint person. I, I just oh, don't yeah. get that. I wouldn't do it, Most, either, but I get mostly it. in the NFL is when I see it. But like the people that like go all out with like the face paint, and the crazy hair, and the costumes. Like unless you're a Raiders fan. It's kind of fucking weird. In fact, I used to briefly date this girl, and her dad was that way. Did he have incredible B.O.? He was 
a heavy set. He didn't smell the best. I do feel like, which also, you know, I'm looking at that. I'm like future. Well, like I, the devil's guy. You see, he's the devil's guy who painted his whole head, bald head, red. I did see And that. he's got crazy eyes and he's got like, dude, that like was Lucifer. this chick's dad, but he was like an LSU Tigers fan. And she was like, do you want to come to an LSU game with me? And I was like, oh, that'd be fun. She's like, oh, by the way, I have to let you know. He's a super fan. Super fan. I was like, oh, that's adorable. Like I love football. Like I'm a super fan. She's like, no, you don't get it. And then show me photos. And I legitimately stopped seeing her. Cause I was like, I, I don't want to go out with your dad in public. That's fucking it's just a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Like if you're going to go that hard and like, and I'm just not that guy anymore, I guess. Like if, if you, if you're going to wear all the things and have a costume and do the face yeah. paint, like there's a lot of pressure on you to be like that yeah. super crazy fan during the game. Yeah. And like half the game, I'm probably going to be a super crazy fan. The other half of the game, I want to sit down. And if I'm, if you're walking by me yes. and I'm covered head to toe in paint yes. and I'm sitting in my seat, like, man, I'm tired. They're going to be like, yeah. you're no fan. Get up. You're all crazy. No. And that's a, that's a good point because like, I was thinking about that too. It affects like the radius around him. Right. So like if I'm at the game with this guy, they expect you to be and that he's person. going batshit crazy. And like the sweats causing his paint to drip down and oh, he's like yeah. not wearing a shirt and it's cold. Like whatever. I'm like by association, I have to be on this level. And sometimes I just want to sit down and drink a fucking beer, man. Right. Exactly. So I'm anyway with that. So (laughs) I I think the Canes are going to win the Stanley cup. I want to see Florida uh, win. I would, I would be okay. If the stars won, I would be really angry if the golden Knights win. Yeah. Basically same page, but I'm going Carolina. Definitely want Dallas over Las Vegas. Um, yeah, but give me Carolina at the end. But again, wouldn't it be upset if, if uh, Dallas won the whole thing? I mean, I really want to be. Well, good luck, Minus Dallas fucking, fans. Uh, what's, his, what's his name? The guy that looks like the CW network show vampire. Oh, Marshawn? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Everything about that guy says punch me face. Well, what if, you know, there's like, maybe he's not. I. What if he doesn't play in the conference finals? Because what if he, like, gets outed as a vampire and, like, NHL hockey player found with like blood soaked teeth. Maybe that's why he couldn't play like in Seattle during the daytime because they had those windows open. The sun was coming through. He's yeah. like, can't hit the ice. Yes. Can't hit the ice. Exactly. Like maybe that's everyone why everyone will know. It's like, dude, everyone already knows. Yes. I've seen interviews. NHL with hockey player discovered to be Nosferatu. <laughs> exactly. Not cool. But CW <laughs> version of Nosferatu. Yes, like yeah. the handsome version. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So what a season. Um, we will talk more over the summer about all the different things that are going to go on with the Kraken and predictions, that sort of stuff. This is a reaction episode. So let us know how you're feeling. And we're seeing so, there's so many awesome texts and posts going on out there right now about the social media, like the love for the Seattle Kraken. Um, and uh, <laughs> the one one tweet that I saw last night from Bowie, which was currently uh, lying face up on the uh, floor of Climate Pledge Arena, listening to the sound of silence on repeat. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was pretty good. I love that. That's that my second favorite version of Bowie only next to headbutting the glass mid game Bowie. Yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite version of Bowie, but yeah, Yeah. laying down, listening to like emo music this season. Pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm oh, a did fan. We, did Bowie show up at the end of last season, or did Bowie show up this season? I want to say it was this year. Dude, it's been... What a blur. blur. It's been like, what, like seven months or so? I don't even know, but it's Hockey's been a hell of a grind. Blur. By the way, speaking of showing love, the Seattle Thunderbirds are in the WHL Western Conference Finals. They've been cruising. They've won every single game. They're split, well, until they start playing against Edmonton, who is in the Western Conference Finals. The series is 1-1. They're going back to Seattle at the Showwear Center. So we got to show them some love. 
um, because there's still playoff hockey happening in Seattle. So people should go and check out the Seattle. The pipeline is awesome. It's ridiculous. Coachella Valley, the Firebirds last night. Yeah. They won in triple overtime. It was our boy, Joey, Joey, Joey and Nett. Yeah. Pro Joey pro podcast. Joey, podcast. Joey Decord had 60 saves in this game and what? they're up. Is that another record? Two games to one in their, um, their, their series against the Calgary Wranglers. So of course they are. They have a Joey on their team. They're in the division final. So like they just got to win one more yeah. and they're, and they're in onto the conference final. So look at that. Like the pipeline's strong. Seattle crack and hockey life is super strong. Do you think Carche ever goes back down to Coachella? Or do you think they're like, yeah, we're going to keep you here on the, on the Kraken? I mean, he fit in perfectly. Dude, underrated part of his game, his physicality. Like he is not scared to hit people. I, no. I, when he came over, I was like, AHL player of the year. The guy's got a snipe. He comes in and has that goal against Colorado. But he really stepped up like his physicality. I was like, man, this guy is not afraid. He's out there hitting people and shit. Like, huge fan of, of Pasa Cavartier. This is this is what I don't. This is why I'm excited for the summer. It's like, what are we gonna do? What's gonna happen? Who are we gonna sign? Free agency, more all that sort of shit. You know, all the like, depth. yeah. What are we gonna do? We yeah. got to do something. So, draft, free agency, and then we're right back in it in August. There's a short amount of time before it all goes down. So, <sighs> you got like a second to breathe. Whoo, man! I did start gambling again. I did start gambling. You know, if you noticed that or not. But that uh, I saw that your game six gamble that was. was awesome. Epic. Like yeah. it was, you know, you took the over on the goals, but you said crack and win. And then was it Eberly anytime score? I just felt ebbs. Dude, that $10 bet got you like a hundred bucks. I know. I got me back up there. So now I got to kind of sit a little bit and just kind of like, <laughs> well, we're getting cashed out next month on the Calder. I know you do. You know, I did have a, a future on the crack and winning the cup. Did you cash out? No, I didn't. How was the cash out looking? The cash out wasn't crazy because I put it wasn't. I put fifty dollars on it in like October. Then in October, you, by the way, you haven't shared this on the podcast. You shared it with me like last week, and I was like, "Wait, what?" And you're like, "Oh yeah, I, I put a bet on the Kraken to win it all in October." And I was like, "Wait," and you're like, "Yeah, they're asking me to cash out." Well, I think my cash out at one point was like what two hundred? No, 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 no. I got fifty. Uh, it was I put fifty down, uh-huh. and I I looked at it I was like maybe I should cash out, and I want to say it was only at like at eighty dollars. Oh, that's it? Yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna let this ride. Who this cares? is how they win. Exactly. That's yeah. ridiculous that yeah. you put fifty dollars down the Kraken in October, and then fast forward to you know division series. Uh, Dallas, even when they're win, like leading in the series, and it's like we'll give you eighty bucks. Like, dude, fuck you, it should be eight hundred right now. I know, I know, but it were it look like if it was eight hundred, would you have cashed out? Uh, yeah, totally. If it would have, and then just there. not tell anybody. I wish there were. I wish maybe I, I'm sure there is, but I need to find like the history of like your potential cash outs. I, and I wish they would show me because I'm looking at my bets right now yeah. through the DraftKings Sportsbook app, um, and I'm looking at did it, did it mark it as lost? Uh, let's see if I still have it open. Um, Oh, so it's not settled yet. So yeah, I wagered fifty bucks to to pay out twenty three hundred dollars, nice. and it will not show me the history of the of the of the payouts of the payouts, which sucks. Like oh, on this date, it would have been this much. Yep, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I also just for the heck, I they're picked, just like shut the fuck up. Thanks for the fifty bucks. I picked the Oilers to put money in the Oilers. I put two dollars in the Oilers. Like yeah, maybe the Oilers. Wow, you're just jinxing everybody. I know, I know. <laughs> that's all I bet. That's all I bet. Also, the, I bet the Pelicans to win, and then I, I'm waiting on Maddie Beneers. That's gonna work, baby. Is McDavid ever going to win a fucking cup in Edmonton? Ooh, that's awesome. Awesome. When's Canada gonna play for a cup next? I mean, uh, honestly, just Canada as a whole. Uh, there was a great meme that I saw last <laughs> night. It was like it was from. Uh, 
It's Always Sunny. Yes. And it's oh, yeah. the whole crew dancing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so it cuts to, and I don't know everybody's names, but it cuts to, um, what's it, Rob McElhaney's character, right? Yes. He's dancing, right? Yes. Then the, uh, what's her name? D, right? D. D's dancing. Yeah. And it, it's D, like, Charlie over, Ro- over Rob, it said, um, it said Florida. Over D, it said Carolina. She's dancing. Then yeah. Danny DeVito's dancing, and it says Dallas. Yeah. And then um, what's Charlie. His, Charlie's dancing, and it says Vegas. Yeah. And then it caught, cut, goes over to Dennis, who's sitting on the uh, the like the bar stool, yeah. like angry and this like seething, staring yeah. at them while they're dancing. It's like Connor McDavid. It said Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even better. <laughs> because the remaining teams are all you know basically like southern states that uh, are so so about hockey. You know it's what I mean? So, so yeah, like a state that's in the desert. You have a mm-hmm. state that's like on the border of Mexico, and then. You yeah, Carolina and Florida. Well, swamp uh, and coast. Like, okay. Exactly, man. Um, the heat is on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm so, I'm going to be betting. Now that my team's out of it, I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to bet. And uh, when it comes to betting, make sure you're using that DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's it's the best. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, anything. Golf. There's just so much happening right now. With the NBA, you know, there's an uh, awesome thing they got going on right now. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if the team wins. Uh, plus, there's no sweat. Same game parlays every day during the NBA playoffs and there's cool deals awesome with the NHL playoffs like they have first score bets which is pretty cool Mm -hmm. Um, uh, open the DraftKings Sportsbook app Opt in, place the same game parlay on those NBA games. And also, too, look around. Uh, and when you sign up, you get alerts, too, based on what you bet. That'll tell you, like, hey, you can sign up for this bonus. It's really cool. Um, with the NBA, if it doesn't hit, you get a bonus back up to 10 bucks. So download the app now. Sign up with code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. We're proud members of the Hockey Podcast Network. Code THPN. Sign up. Make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet. Score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. And remember this, there's lots and lots of disclaimers here. You know, you got to be uh, 21, all the good things. Make sure you see our show notes for details. So it's summertime too. And uh, hey, look, uh, I shouldn't even say this, but you know, the Kraken are going to have a summer now, right? So they're probably thinking about hanging out with their families. And where do and, you think Grubauer goes with his glasses and his nice buttons? Germany, dude. He's going back to Germany. I don't know. He likes to hang out in like nice water and just kind of do his thing. I can see him like going back home and then being like, peace out. I'm going to the Caribbean for a little bit. I mean, what's the weather like in Germany right now? I'm sure it's, is it summertime too? It's Northern Hemisphere. So yeah, sure it's got to be. It's got to oh, be. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Like probably no, beautiful. Is. And he's going to, you know, yeah. pound some hammers of beer. He's one of those dudes who's like you know hey look it's philip he's so he's like so skinny you know what i mean like he's, he's like a tall lanky guy but he mm-hmm. probably he can I, he can put away beer like no other like he's yeah. one of those guys like how does he do it he needs to eat more bratwurst I wonder if he gets down into like butterfly to chug beers just to like show off a little bit no, or like totally. gets drunk and like does like a full split at the bar oh, yeah. no absolutely yeah. uh raycon raycon uh let's face it look there's just it, high prices are everywhere but not at raycon you deserve to have awesome sound um and and raycon can hook you up with great prices and so many different reasons why you should look into what they've got because Raycon, we're talking about uh, earbuds, you know, the um, wireless earbuds, uh, the wireless speakers. They have so many awesome options for anything you need when it comes to audio over the summer. I mean, grab yourself a speaker for by the pool that's waterproof and Bluetooth and all the good stuff. And it's not going to cost you a lot of money. That's what the thing is, is they make awesome tech, awesome audio. It's really, really great. Uh, It's got a, uh, 
easy free return guarantee, two years of product protection on these things. And they've got so many awesome um, uh, qualities to it, right? And it's not going to cost you a lot of money. That's what you need to remember, right? So buy Raycon.com slash THPN today. Get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buy Raycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off by Raycon.com slash THPN. So check those guys out. And also to a shout out to our friends at uh, Waggle Golf uh, for everything that they've been, been doing with us. And uh, they're basically going to be sponsoring the show here for a little while longer as we uh, roll through the summertime. Because we're strong arming them into it. Yeah, we're just going to say, hey, you guys have been good to us. All yes. these giveaways we got going on, mm-hmm. uh, which I've determined, by the way, anytime we do a giveaway, we get an imposter. Uh, so yeah, what the hell, man? We got to like, there's got to be some nut, like next level verification on Twitter, right? Like do we get like a gold mm-hmm. Check. Like, how does this work? Because it literally happens every time we do a giveaway wow. now. And then that account who's, who's like, like pretending to be us, they also block us. So we can't even see it. But by the way, just so everybody knows one, we have a giveaway right now and it's for any NHL team gear, uh, for waggle golf, but also, um, shit lost my train of thought here. Oh, if you are the winner, we will tweet it out and then you can DM us. If you get any kind of a DM just being like, oh, hey, congrats on winning. Just click this link. Don't do that. Like, that's not how we roll. We're way too busy slash way too lazy to be just DMing a ton of people being like, click this link. So if you get that from us, it's not us. Um, but I'm sorry for everybody that happened to. Yeah, uh, it's it's weird. But Waggle Golf is fantastic. Uh, love them. And we... Got something weird. This is a cool, it's a, this is good karma. You can just know that like the show's on a uh, great trajectory, trajectory, mm-hmm. trajectory. Uh, it's all because of you listening and being fans of this, this stupid ass podcast we do. And also the Kraken being great. Um, it's no dumb questions. What is no dumb questions? This is where we answer your questions about hockey and we will not judge you, right? Other podcasts will judge you for not knowing everything about hockey. And we are a hockey podcast for those new and old to hockey. So ask us any question whatsoever about hockey or anything cracking or anything at all. Uh, and we will answer it in no dumb questions. So the scenario is this, Joey, we, we love to select your, your questions through social media, right? So Joey picked a, he picked a, a no dumb question question from a listener. And then later that day, we got this, um, a letter mm-hmm. from the, that exact person in the mail. Is that correct? That is correct. I literally showed up today to record and I had, you know, a letter, a card to the both of us. And it's from the same person that I also chose to do the no dumb question. So it's like a crazy coincidence. Okay. So here's, here's, here's the letter, which is just crazy. Uh, and I'm going to say this is, you know, uh, Joey wanted to say it's Melissa P, but yeah. as she, her last name appears to be Polish and mm-hmm. as a Polish person with a last, uh, Polish as last a name, Polishian, I'm going to, a Polishian, <laughs> I don't want to say Polak, but that's, that, that's is, you know, you can say that I can say it. Um, it's Melissa Podeswa. Melissa Podeswa, you have to let me know if that's right, because she's got a, a S and a Z in her name combined, mm-hmm. and I have the same thing, and it's just an S. It's just Januzic, right? Yeah. So, like, Podeswa. Podeswa? Podeswa. Cool. Melissa P. Okay, so she says, in this, she sends a letter, hey, and, and there's a whole bunch of uh, stickers in here. Ted Lasso stickers. Right. And which she's, I'm fucking pumped on. Kraken Pod Boys, like, uh... 
Uh, boys to men, right? We're still boys, by the way. Yeah, B-O-Y-Z. Just, just What's young, up? Young boys, young supple boys. And then she's talking about uh, an episode from, this is dated May 10th. So this is back when the crack and we were feeling so good about him. Uh, <laughs> just finished this week's episode as a somewhat new hockey fan, now obsessed with the Seattle Kraken. I want to thank you for a fun, thoughtful podcast for us newbies and long timers alike. That's well said. We need to steal that line. Mm -hmm. And as a fellow Ted Lasso fan, I'm feeling like a goldfish after game four. Nice. Let's make it cracking in six, baby. CPA will be (laughs) rocking on Saturday night. (laughs) Melissa P., I love this. This is a framer. I'm going to nail it to your wall of your house, Joey. Thank you. Please. A bunch of nails. Yeah, a bunch of nails. Anything to take down the uh, the value of my home. Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. And um, then all these, like the, here's the goldfish Ted Lasso sticker, just Lasso, uh, the AFC Richmond sticker. <laughs> I, love I that believe one. and believe. And yes. then an awesome like mustache. The so believe th- and believe is yours. We'll have to, we'll separate them out, but believe and believe has to be I yours. believe and believe. Yeah. And that is going to be on my laptop, I think. So yes. thank you for that. That's awesome, Melissa. Anyway, so what is Melissa's note and question? Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. Uh, her question is, how do misconduct penalties work? And I believe this was after game four and there was like a, there was some fighting going on and some players got sent back. Now we've talked about this a little bit in previous episodes, but I don't think it was specific to misconduct penalties. So let me just go into it really quick. What is a misconduct penalty? It's a 10 minute penalty where the player must leave the ice, but there is no power play. So 10 minutes, they have to go to the dressing room. When that player is out, the team is actually allowed to substitute for that player. So again, no power play. Now, during the regular season, if a player receives three game misconducts or during the postseason, two game misconducts, that player must automatically serve a one game suspension. Um, Some examples of those uh, of like how you would get in trouble, elbowing, fighting off the ice, intervening in an altercation, obscene language or gestures, which by the way, I think is fucking hilarious because every player on the ice is maybe not gestures, but um, the language they are using is definitely obscene. I think that's one of my favorite things about, uh, about playoff hockey is when the TNT broadcast tries to mic up players and then they do a thing like, Oh, let's get, let's go back and listen to uh Brandon Tanev on the ice. And it's just clips of him like hitting people and be like, Arr! like, <laughs> because they can't get any actual audio right. because it's just him just cursing at people oh, the entire the time. Best. Yeah. It's like, they're, they're not contributing anything, but anyways, I just think it's really funny. Um, so misconduct penalties, um, are, are different than um, game misconduct penalties. They are not given out so much for a certain type of penalty, like I just mentioned, but it's rather to a player who's behaving in a quote unsportsmanlike way and is then sent to the dressing room so that they can come back. So it's kind of like a cool off period. So basically misconduct penalties are they're playing unsportsmanlike and you're going to get sent to the locker room for 10 minutes, but you can sub a player in um, a minor and a misconduct as a random fact can be given at the same time. So you can actually have a two minute power play uh, for the opposing team plus 10 minutes in the dressing room um and the last fun fact is which is i think kind of nuts and if i were a goalie and i knew this stat i would be acting a fool on the fucking ice the fun fact is if a goalie gets a misconduct penalty they are actually not required to leave the ice the only thing that happens is those penalty minutes just get added to their stat line yep which is Kind of bananas. It, it uh, so a goalie can be unsportsmanlike and get a game mis- and get in misconduct and be like, "I'm staying out here. Add it to my minutes. I don't give a shit." Yeah, yeah. He could like chop Jordan Bennington. Off. Exactly. Right. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, goalies are they get they get they get a pass in a lot of things. You know, his girlfriend pissed in the Stanley Cup. I did not hear that. Uh, okay, I did not hear all that. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Melissa P. Thank you for that. Thank you for these stickers. That is fantastic. Uh, three stars of the week. This is where Joey and I kind of go through um, what we've been doing. You know, outside of hockey, right? And we rank them in our three stars of the week. So um, I have now lost again for a couple of weeks straight. I figured out who had. Gone I think first. it was me. You go. All right, golf clubs, golf clubs, which means I'm wrong. Oh, darn it! Third star is golf clubs. <laughs> I got my son some junior clubs. He's going to a uh, a camp, mm-hmm. a golf and tennis camp yes. with his cousin nice. and my father in law. So you just want to get the kids out the house. Uh, yes, yes, okay. yes. And the golf clubs are part of that. But I'm excited for him to like. I hope he gets into golf. Like I don't want to like you know push him. Oh, I do kind of want to push him because it's good good sport. And okay. I'm excited. So he got some golf clubs. Nice. Um, and I'm excited for him to start using them. So, so you're acting like Tiger Woods' dad, just forcing him. I'm trying not to a... freak out, but yes. <laughs> but I ha- my my second star is also child sports related. I have a big announcement. Um, I'm excited about. Okay. Uh, it's a change change for me, and um, that's a tease uh, for oh. my second star. But you go with your third star. My third star is just Mother's Day, and shout out all the moms and every. Every time on Mother's Day, I always post the same thing, which is the Justin Timberlake SNL thing where they did the Mother Lover song. Um, I'm going to be the syrup. She can be my waffle. You know what I'm saying? So, like, everybody should have been a Mother Lover on Sunday. So, shout out to all the moms. Yep, yep. All right, your second star. You just teased it. Um, I I have to send some late flowers to my mom. Um, All right. Uh, No, she's alive, but I I was late. Uh, So, anyway. Oh, you've been, like, late. I was like, wait, what? No, no. My mother is alive. (laughs) I just did not send her stuff on time. Okay, okay. So um, I have an announcement. Um, for the time being, my flag football head coaching career has come to an end. What? I have. You didn't even put that down in your notes. It just said head coaching career. I have signed up. I know. I, did, I knew you'd read it. Cheating bastard. Did you get a, did you get a job at Alabama? I What's did, going on here? I did. Okay. No. Uh, what I did was, um, <laughs> so there was a team made up a lot of a lot of boys and some classmates from my son's school. Mm-hmm. I, w- I coached a different team for my son, right? Well, they, my oh, fa- I lost 80% of my kids. Uh, they were all moving on to another grade transfer portal, right? Right. They're moving on to another, uh, league, right. Mm-hmm. Four and fifth, fourth and fifth grade. My son is, is in second grade right now. So yeah. I have another year basically of second, third. So I couldn't take him up to four or five. It'd be like him playing. It's like spud Webb playing against, you know, Akeem Olajuwon it just wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. And, um, anyway, so I got him on a team. So I got him on a team with some friends of ours, okay. his friends. So I'm still going to be Sounds like, like tampering. an assistant coach. No, it's just it's how it works. But okay. anyway, I'm not going to be the head coach anymore. Uh, the guy who's the head coach, I love this dude. Awesome guy. I'm pumped. I'm going to be helping out. So my head coaching career is over. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be more of a team team effort in the coaching there. So I'm excited about that. Are you going back to casually drinking on the sidelines? No, no. Okay. Nope. Because I'm going to be on the, I'm going to be there. Now, will I have a drink before the game? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you pregame. I will, but I will not be like everybody who comes to watch, the parents who comes to watch, they're actively drinking. Yes. I will not be on the sidelines drinking, but I will, may, I may have had a glass of wine beforehand. No, we've talked about this. You definitely have. I, yeah. Yeah. There were some games I did and it didn't, you know, it can help sometimes. Help didn't help the other time. <laughs> Has your perspective changed since you were a coach? Are you like a little bit more lenient on like other coach? Like, like this guy is going to be coaching your kid. Are you going to be more lenient on him because you've been in his shoes now? Oh, no. I, I, I really, I've always liked this dude. He's a great guy. Yeah. There's some coaches that are in the league that were like not cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would not want my son to play for them. Um, not anything crazy, but it just, you know. He is not this this guy. He's cool. Okay. He's calm, cool, level headed. He knows football. Yeah, 
I'm excited that Ford's going to kind of grow up with this team. So mm-hmm. I want him to stay on this team for the consistency of it. Mm-hmm. He said two seasons of inconsistency. Yeah. So I'm ready for him to kind of get into the mix there. So I'm excited. I'm doing it for him, baby. I'm doing it for him. Okay. I would love to, I would still actually kind of love to be a head coach, you know? So maybe I'll leave. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just start my own team. Let my son play on that team. You should honestly just fake it. To, just hold a clipboard. Just go to the sidelines and have I, a, I'm have still going to be, I'm going to be an assistant coach. Cause you look like an assistant coach all the time. Like you no, got I'm the polo that's buttoned up. Even when you got the headsets I on, it looks like you're talking to an offensive coordinator who's overlooking the field right now. Yeah, I've got it. All right, okay. what's your second star? Uh, my second star of the week is the Big Dumper. You know what the Big Dumper is? I, uh, I have an idea, but I'm probably wrong. You're definitely wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm not even going to let you guess. Okay, thank you. Uh, it's Cal Raleigh. He is the Seattle Mariners uh, catcher. And his nickname is the Big Dumper because dude got ass. He's got a huge ass? He's got a giant ass. It's a great ass. Wow. I, I bet he squats and deadlifts like a mother effer. So, Anyways. Wow. Mariners starred uh, a little series against the Boston Red Sox. They are in Fenway. His grandma, I believe it was his grandma or his aunt, whatever. It's one of those, was living in Vermont. He hits her up. He's like, hey, I'm going to be playing. Come down to Fenway. I want you to watch me play. And then he proceeds to hit two fucking bombs, one over the green monster, but he's a switch hitter. So he hit one from the left side, one from the right side, and he became the first ever catcher to hit two home runs from opposite sides of the plate in the same game at Fenway Park. So he literally made history. He had family come down. It was a heartwarming story. That's awesome. And he's just a great dude to root for like last year when uh the mariners clinched the playoff spot it was the big dumper that had the that had the hit that propelled them that sent uh seattle fans into a frenzy so yeah just shout out to cal Raleigh. he's the man also best nickname in baseball hands down well he i heard that uh when he makes hotel reservations so nobody knows who he is he signs in under hugh jess so he, oh yeah. Yeah, nice uh, and they're just like, sir, we're going to put an extra plunger in your room. Just please, please take it easy at the Ramada. So I see, I do see our stars here and we both have the same number one star. Yeah. And that is, and cause it did take over our personal lives this mm-hmm. week. And uh, we both can and say that the last eight months, <laughs> the Seattle Kraken just did so much joy, yes. little pain. I never, even when we lost, I didn't feel any pain. It just was, oh, it was a little pain for me. A little pain. I'm Why? Cause the season, you know, like we, it's hard, man, because like we watch, you know, every single game, I mean, 82 games in a season and yeah. then playoffs, like we're super invested and spend a lot of time, you know, watching games and covering them. And for me, I was like, man, it's kind of crazy that all of a sudden, like the season's over. And then I did feel a little sadness when, again, they were showing Jared McCann just kind of skating around the ice and crying. But again, the pain was was very brief because, you know, I went Jeff Lasso. I was like, you know what? This team is fucking awesome. Yep. I did not think they were going to make playoffs. So for them to take, you know, round two to a game seven for me, I'm like, everything here is a bonus. This is fantastic. Um, yeah, man, I'm just really excited for the future. So yeah, Seattle Kraken, first star. They have to be the first star this have week. Have to be. And if they, if they aren't your first star today, then you've got a problem. I'm just saying that. Yeah, and general. you're a bad person. You are totally bad. And so, you're a fake fan. You're probably really like a Vegas Golden Knight fan. Oh, God, don't stop listening to our show Probably right say now. at the Stratosphere when you go to Vegas. Throw you your device. Good, whatever it's you a good hotel. To. Throw it into <laughs> the sink, right? Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, awesome run. The podcast will go on. We're going to, I'm, we're going to, I'm sure next week's episode, we'll learn some things about the crack and we'll learn who's injured. That'll start coming out. We'll yes. start learning those. Stories. That's what's cool with the playoffs is after it's over, you start going like, oh, well, shit. He had a broken tibula, fibula, dibula, mibula. Like the mm-hmm. whole thing, everything was busted. Like mm-hmm. he was 
was basically a a, a, a blob. Medulla oblongata. Yeah, that's all. He, yeah, it was. That's bu- why was gators broken. are so angry. They are. Yeah. What was the reference from? Uh, Waterboy. Oh yes. Needle dick. Needle dick. <laughs> I don't remember. Wait, we forgot uh, Waggle Golf. We have to like properly shout them out. Get your waggle on.com. Yeah, make sure you go check them out. We love Waggle Golf. Thank you for all the support. Uh, Contest still going on. Check them out. Uh, But thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Thank you for supporting us. And, uh, you know, we'll be back again. And we will leave you with our our, our chirp of the week. That is where guys uh, talk trash on the ice in hockey. So let's go Seattle Kraken. Great season. More to come from us, the Kraken Pod, next week. Uh, This is just the beginning of something beautiful. So thank you so much. Here is the Kraken Pod chirp of the week. What do you think this team can take from a first ever playoff run? Um, a lot. Um, that's the first time this group has been to the playoffs. I think uh, the group got tighter and tighter together. Um, I think Maddie said it. We, we play like a real team, and everybody's playing for each other, and that's what made it fun. And we we enjoyed those moments. And game seven, even though it's uh, there's a lot on the line, uh, we we enjoy those, and that's why we play. And unfortunately, we didn't win that game today, but. Uh, you need to go through those moments in order to get strong as a team, to um, feel that pain in the summer and uh, get back at it in, uh, uh, for the next season.